die for a reason and not just because something looks good but in essence never was see the eyes lie quick and the tongue do too but if you was in control what would you make God do what would I make God do if I was in control me and God would switch roles I would have God grow up in a three-story home, be the second of ten kids. His mom would be on crack and his pop wouldn't care. He would think about pushing drugs because of pressure from his parents and oh yeah. God would have block fights because of what he said and what she said. I would enroll God in public school for at least 12 years. God would grow up in front of a TV and believe me everything God see wouldn't be so easy. I would have a cracker called God nigga so he can feel just like me. God would walk away with thoughts of how to please me. I would have God send and feel the feeling of wanting to be forgiven. I would have God grow up in church but at 18 switch religions. Poetry would be as given so in a very poetic way God would cry out to me and say, Yo, E.T., why haven't you been here for me like you was for Lord Tyree? And due to a lack of consistency, God would become lazy like man and blame his whole existence on me. <laughs> on me. Now you answer it. Die for a reason and not just because something looks good but in essence never was. See, these eyes lie quick. And the tongue do too. Then if you, who can hear the sound of my voice, was in control, what would you make God do? Peace, love, and power, beautiful people. This is the good brother coming straight to you from the center of self, from the eye power center, the intuitive point on which everything resides. And today's principle is the art of storytelling. Once again, we are here another Wednesday night, you and I, in order to explore the art of storytelling. I ask you to have an open heart, an open mind, and an open spirit. For whatever you hear, understand that if it heals you, or it makes you cry, or it makes you dance, or it brings back memory of once upon a time in your life, or your existence, or the existence of somebody close to you. Know that it's all right. It's all right. And if you need to cry, cry through the art of expression. Whatever that medium is for you, we're here together. So peace and light and love. Act 1, Scene 3, Troubled Streets. I was a sad baby, a little mad baby. Some would even say, oh, he's just a, a lack of dad, baby. I was a cry baby. Will he make it in life? Maybe, baby. And as I grew older, I would even hear them say, that Lord think he's grown. And I just thought I was their baby. I was a never had baby. I never had a real model baby, never had a home, and 
I never had a bottle baby. I was an almost baby. I almost had a mom, but crack grabbed her first. And I almost had love until it jumped in the hearse. See, I almost had friends until they betrayed me. I almost had a lot of things, so I guess I was an almost had baby. I was a lonely baby, a passed around baby. I even heard the people say, that's one crazy baby. But only if they would have taken the time to, to hold me, they would have known that I was a starving for love baby or wish they stopped it baby. I had several parents. I was adopted baby. I had several parents. I was an adopted baby. So there you have it. More thoughts that I didn't give the white coats. I refused to give the white coats those thoughts and all those things that were in me at that at that time. See, I know that if they would have caught on to any of this, that they would have made me take those pills and I still would have been there and and who knows. That's why it's important for you to hear this story. See, these are the thoughts of a troubled son. Even though better days wasn't nowhere in my view, nowhere in sight, I just knew that all the pain and suffering would someday be over. And as long as I knew that, the current pain was doable. So as we open this front door to my home to observe together with all its treasures, um, you will find here some of the things that goes on in the streets where troubled sons and daughters live. I mean, things that we've seen outside of these doors, 1937 West Harlan Street, right down the street, 19th and Jefferson, 20th, 20th and Harlan, all around here, man. I say to all of you, and especially to the parents, if you think you're sheltering your children from the things you don't want them to partake in, be careful because the streets will teach them and show them what you are waiting to later to show them. The streets going to show them. So just be mindful. That time is not on none of our side. And so as we open this door and I sit on this top step, come sit with me. Right there to our left. That's the that's the alley right there. That's a lot. We it was a house right there. It used to be a house right there. As a matter of fact, the house been gone for so long. I don't remember who used to be there or when it was there. All I know is that it's a, a pissy mattress that we do backflips on. <laughs> And that's good enough for us. But to the right, yeah, that's the water plug that got us through many, many summers. The red and somewhat yellow water plug. That comes from the uh, the painting and the, and the block cleaning we did one summer. And it's beautiful out here. With all the trauma and the pain, somehow sitting on the steps is a sacred thing in the inner city. And watching people talk and go about their day. And I can see right across the way, just across the street, Miss Ethel, right next to her, Miss Florence, then Lisa, then Miss Bettyjean, then Miss Brown, then Miss Daisy, and Booby, then come across the street on 20th. You got the Dardens and come back down. Remember, 
Manny and Papa and all of them. And then you have Miss Ella Mae and then you have us and another lot. And it's interesting because there was so many lots and abandoned buildings that you figured nobody cared enough for us to even come make something of those spaces. So when we found abandoned doors and wood and hammers and red bricks and got a few nails, we thought we was doing something, creating clubhouses. And that was good enough for us until night came and we did high and go see. There's a lot of love out here. And as we look over across the way, that's where I was sitting when I met 16. Yup, right over there. And 16, see, he he was living to die <laughs> while working to death to keep alive. And let me get straight to the point, people. See, this ain't no poem. It's just another point, people. And just to point out a few people, I'm going to give ages and no names because it's codes to these streets. And as a street politician, you have to obey the rules of the game. Thought it was a game for no name 16, walking the block close and on his arm was a bullet representing 16. Shots from a Glock that he never had and television made 16 believe that he was bad. But it's sad because years before him, a bullet had entered the head of his dad. And at 16, 16 father ran the streets as he did. Now he's playing a remote control bed, living to die, trying his best to keep alive. But I guess we, we stopped paying close attention to those who came before us. Now you, you can just show 16 the money and then later God he'll trust. 16 said he, he had street dreams and the overall theme was materialism. 16 thought he was the only one doing what he was doing until I told him about television and a letter that Willie Lynch had written. I told 16 that we were in the age of hangman and our people were running out of letters, but we were so disunited that hope couldn't even see us getting better. So 16, you better get your head up because what's up ain't tattoos of bullets on your arm. What's up is another group of 16 year olds hanging from a tree and what's jacked up is the man that put you there let you down six minutes before death and you hug him giving you free two thumbs up for society and me crying songs of redemption clenching a 45 to my belt line standing behind any malines longing to die working to death to keep alive and and in my mind's eye my mom's eye cry for mine and 16 16 please stop 16 you're not 26 you're just 16 you're not 36 you're just 16 you're not 46 you're only 16 so i guess it's okay to live like 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 you're beyond 16 16, please stop 16. Before you're dead, 16. Live 16. Whatever happened to sweet 16? Oh, not in the gutter. Not in the gutter. Not in the gutter. There's no sweet 16. It's hard 16. Throw up your gun 16. 16 shots for the block 16. Duck 16. Duck, please. Duck 16. But I guess 16 couldn't duck 16 shots from a Glock bearing witness to 16 shots being carried by another who was only 16 on the 16th 
was only 16. And I blame 16, man. And I blame him. And I would blame us. And I would say, yo, and I will always. When you think about it. What do you do for a kid? With a gun. No food. No father figure. (laughs) In pain. Remember that you really won't care. And so. He had to live. And desire to live the way his father lived. And even with seeing the outcome of his father. He still chose to go that route. Sometimes. We just need hugs and love just to be able to see and understand what hope is. To love me hard in a hard situation will not soften the blow. Nah. To love me hard in a hard situation will not allow me to see the the the, the, the beauty of the world. I'ma see it hard because everything is hard. The life I live is hard. My family is struggling hard. I, I, I'm not being loved. So so it's, it's hard. It's just fucking hard it's hard so if you listen to this 16 yeah man you're the new 16 it's okay 16 because when I was 16 nobody told me they loved me so I'm telling you 16 I love you And you do matter. And you do have a purpose. And just because your environment doesn't say it loves you. Or the illusion presents itself. As if it does. Little brother. Little sister. I don't know you personally. But I've walked and pain for years and I pray that this reach you and those around you you don't have to hurt no more you don't have to hurt no more your tribe is out there waiting for you and it was at these moments And in these times, I'm coming across all of these things that the brother Reuben Mills would see fit to introduce freedom schools to me. What was it? I didn't care. What it do for me? Save my life. (sighs) Until next light. Peace. Scene ends.